Three ways to be more creative with your camera. Can you believe this is episode 20 of series two already? The year is just disappearing. And a few nights ago, I had a really funny visual pop into my head. It was of a co-worker that I'd worked with a few years ago on a stop motion animation film. And one night, one of the crew had snuck into the workshop And they'd done this actually on a few occasions and they stood like a statue in some really unusual outfits. Now, how did I know and why did he do it? Well, he was caught on a hidden time-lapse camera and it had been set up for the duration of the production to show the sets being built. And he must have planned it really well because the camera was only capturing a shot every few minutes. So he had to be in a position carefully for quite some time to be seen in the time lapse at the end. But when the camera was finally demounted and we all watched the footage, it was entertainment gold, behind the scenes footage at its absolute best. And that memory reminded me of just how enjoyable it is to watch videos that use time lapse. And I'm not sure what it is about them. I just think that they're really fun and very memorable. Seeing something come together in Fast Forward really is mesmerizing. And that got me thinking about all the other ways you can inject a little bit more creativity into your videos. I know it can be really hard to come up with fresh ideas and to experiment with different ways to tell stories. But over the years, I've identified a few key techniques that I turn to whenever a creative block strikes. And that's what I'm going to be sharing with you today. In fact, over the next few episodes of this podcast series, Moonshine Moonshot, I will be diving into this topic to help you make more creative videos because there really is nothing worse than a boring video or suffering from a creative block. And that is also why I've created this podcast, which is to help you make better content. And I've been in this content business for well over a decade, and I have tried and tested many techniques. I'm sharing what I've learned with you because sometimes just a few small pointers can really help take a dull video and really make it shine online. And today I am unpacking all the camera angles, camera movements, and specialty shots that you can incorporate into your next video project so that it can really captivate your audience and keep them focused. So let's get stuck in. I'm kicking off with the topic of camera angles. So play with your camera angles. Think about some of the most engaging films that you've ever seen. What was it that kept you hooked? Was it the storyline, the script? The acting. They probably all played a really big role, but I am pretty sure that the camera angles made a serious impact as well. Maybe you've not thought about it in that way before, but the composition and movement of certain shots really do play a part in how we engage with moving pictures. Watching a talking head in a really static interview, even just for minutes, let alone hours on end, gets really, really dull very, very quickly. And that's why you need to get a little bit creative with your choice of camera angles, especially if you want your audience to remember your video long after it ends. Just peppering a few different styles throughout your film is a great way to keep your audience interested and can enhance your storytelling and make your video more dynamic. 
YouTube even recommends that you utilize a few different camera angles and add cuts every seven seconds or so to help you hold your audience's attention. Plus, the big plus is it makes it a lot easier in the edit to put your on-screen talents, stumbles, errors, or any of those clumsy, um, uh, so that creep into everyday speech. If you only show one camera angle throughout your entire video, cutting to get rid of those little mishaps is much, much harder. When you can cut to two different angles, you can actually cut in between them and you can delete those arms and R's and it's not very obvious to the audience. So what can you try out? Well, you might jump between, say, a wide shot and a mid shot. Or maybe you'll throw in some cutaways to something on the set or even a close-up or two. Or you might like to work in a cutaway to your talent's hands or eyes. You could try over the shoulder or even reverse over the shoulder. And then you've got high angles and you've got low angles. And I know that's a lot and I've just rattled off a whole lot of different types of shots and it's a little tough to visualise if you're not familiar with them. So we did actually cut together a great example using all of these shots in the Moonshine Moonshot companion episode on YouTube. So if you check that out, you'll be able to see easily what I'm referring to. So just head over to YouTube and type in Moonshine Communications Academy and the series will pop up. So when you're not driving or at the gym or whatever it is, that you're doing to listen to this podcast, head over to YouTube and you can watch the episode to actually see the examples. Also, if you tell your production company you want to work in these types of shots, they'll know exactly what you're talking about. So probably the key thing is just to understand there are different types of shots and different types of camera angles. And once you're familiar with a few of them, it's going to be much easier to mix it up and um, talk to your production company about using different shots. So you want to mix up your camera movements and camera movements are still types of shots, but they're more specific to where the camera moves as in it pans or it tilts or it's on a slider or some other type of way of moving the camera around. So camera movements are also important and can make your film feel really dynamic and visually stimulating. The wide angle slider shot is an absolute favorite. It It's really common and you'll see it in scenes, you know, when you're watching Oprah or Dr. Phil or pretty much any TV commercial really now that I'm thinking about it, where the camera pans to show the entire studio audience. That is a slider shot. It's where the camera is set on rails and that allows you to smoothly move the camera from left to right or backwards and forwards. And when executed purposefully, it can add a whole new dimension to your visual storytelling. Most film crews will have this equipment in their gear. So if you're working with a professional video production company on your project, just ask if it's something you can utilize on the shoot day. A gimbal, now a gimbal is a bit of a weird name, but a gimbal is also a great tool to have within your reach. These super nifty devices allow your camera to rotate smoothly along an axis and that means you can film very smooth video footage while you're on the move. 
The gimbal is a much better handheld device because they're also steady and it removes that sort of really wobbly, queasy cam effect that you can get. So hello, engaging content. And don't dismiss the specialty shots. Specialty shots can really bring a lot to your video. And the best bit is that most of them are pretty easy to master. So that leaves you probably wondering which ones carry the most weight. And gone are the days of having to hire a helicopter or a small plane to capture aerial footage, which is usually incredibly cost prohibitive. I can remember shooting um, over in Fiji many years ago um, and we had to hire helicopters to get all this footage of the surfers out on this surf break that was a long way from anywhere. It was incredibly expensive and now you can just do it all with drones. They significantly increase your production's look and feel and especially if they capture a unique vantage point of a location. So I highly recommend them and I definitely think you should ask your production company if you're employing one if they can capture some drone shots as establishing shots or if you're doing any kind of outdoor shooting, absolutely please consider them because they just look so fantastic. And another type of shot you could think about is slow motion shots. Slow mo shots can be really special and help pack a lot of emotion into your film story, particularly when teamed with the right music or narration. And of course, I can't forget the time-lapse shot, as I said, right at the top of this podcast. They really help to show the movement within the environment you're filming, and they're useful for giving good transitions um, and context. Plus, as I mentioned, they can also be really, really funny, and you can have a lot of fun with them, and they can add a really unexpected layer to your content. So have an experiment with the old time-lapse. So are you feeling a little bit of creative inspo now? And I hope this has got you thinking because this is only the tip of the iceberg and I have three more episodes to come where I am zoning in on more creative techniques that you can apply to your videos to make them more visually dynamic and engaging for your audience. And that is a win-win for you and definitely a win for your audience. So I'm covering things like who to cast as your talent, locations, sound effects, and so much more. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next episode. And you can also find the written blogs over at Moonshine Communications Academy, along with the social media places where you can easily ask me any questions that you have about content creation. So that's it from me this week. Thank you so much for listening in. And if you've got any questions about any of that, shoot me a message on Instagram at Moonshine Communications Academy. And please don't forget to subscribe and I'll be back next Tuesday.